Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, Sirius XM Channel 80, and your smart speakers, Alan Hahn, Jason Fitz, sitting in for the guys. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. All of our guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. And look, the, the Thursday night matchup is going to be good. We're hyped for it. There's a lot to get to it, but we've got our eyes on another matchup happening over this weekend. That's the one that kicks off the weekend of NFL action. But anytime you have marquee quarterbacks taking on each other or the what might have been moments, you like to take a look at it. And we've got our eyes at least a little bit on Bears Seahawks. And I know, uh, stop laughing. I understand the Bears are not a good football team, but uh, th- there are things to talk about in this one, particularly that... Uh, that I think matter for the Bears and the Seahawks and what might have been. But before we do any of that, Mike Tannenbaum, who's with us, our resident NFL front office insider and uh, really just an offensive uh, NFL guru, has a surprise for Alan Hahn. Mike, what do you got, buddy? So this is in the festive (laughs) holiday spirit. This is for Alan Hahn because the other day we were on with Alan and Harry Douglas (laughs) – and the studio spelled fantastic, so <laughs> understanding that it would be a violation to have this in person, Alan, in the spirit of being a great teammate and, and working with you, I wouldn't have a candle, albeit remote, in spirit, Alan, this candle is for you. I, I love it. Yes, it's not a pomegranate, as, as Harry had yesterday and the other day. <laughs> now, I don't know, Mike, if you know this, but we were shut down. We were shut down. We, we were uh, reprimanded. For having a candle burning in studio in Seaport the last couple of days. So yesterday, uh, we received an email saying cease and desist. I know you with the law law background probably can appreciate that. And uh, so we couldn't couldn't do it. Now, we thought diffuser. So I went went this way. I decided to go a little bit of oil, a little, you know, so at least we still have it, it you know, some smell goods going on here in the home studio. But I, I love the fact that you've got, was that, was that a balsam? Was that what that was? It smells like a little Christmas tree. Is that what we've got it, in the candle? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Now, my question to you, of course, is, is the oil diffuser, is that compliant with policy? I mean, because you seem like a rule-following guy, Alan, so i got to think that you've worked that in. Yeah, I, I don't know. But now that I've revealed what we've got going on here in the studio, uh, the only boss I have to answer to here in this studio, of course, is Mrs. Han, and she got this for me. Which you know could mean a lot of things <laughs> about how things smell here in this uh, studio. So, look, guys, I, I feel a little left out on this only because I have a candle. Like, I have a candle problem. I'm gonna be honest with you. Like, I have too many candles. When uh, when uh, Bath and Body Works does their uh, three wick candles half off, I go in there and I like. And it's funny every time I walk in because I'm usually in Connecticut by myself. Like, I'm walking in right to the candle store and they always uh, they're like, "Oh, can I help you with something?" I'm like. Nope, I know exactly what I'm doing. I know how to stack these. I need the large bag. I've got my 20% off coupons that I'm going to stack on top of the buy one, get one, three-week candles. Like, I've got a candle issue, so I respect the candle game. I just don't know, Han, why you all thought that you would get away with burning something in a studio. I'm, I'm just saying. Like, I mean, you make it sound like we had a bunch of candles on the floor and we're all sitting around, like, you know... Um, <laughs> you know, meditating. It was a. It was like now. Now I will admit this though that I don't think was caught on camera. There was one time where Harry was doing a read and he had the piece of paper like right over the candle. I was concerned at that point that we might have an issue. Um, I was ready to pounce. I would have definitely grabbed the very expensive Oriental rug that we have on the floor there 
and uh, and threw it right on top of whatever fire might have happened. I'm just imagining Alan Hahn rolling around on the ground while Harry stop, Douglas drop, screams, and stop, drop, and roll at the top of his lungs. Like, <laughs> God, I need that. Uh, but it's, Ke- it's Keyshawn J. Willemax, hey, hey. Alan Hahn, Jason Fitz, Mike Tannenbaum. But- Go ahead, Mike. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Just to put a ribbon on this conversation, Jason, knowing like your talents and your songwriting proclivities, I gotta think there's something in there about Bristol, Candle in the Wind, Candle Sports. I, I gotta think somehow, Jason, with all your talents, there's gotta be a little bit of a, a ballad in there by you. I, I, I just now we need this in our lives. We need to recreate the moment, have Harry screaming stop, drop and roll while Alan Hahn is rolling on the ground, and I'll just play the piano in the background while singing uh, candle in the wind. This it seems like a perfect. Uh, we won't get an HR call for that at, at all. Uh, all right. So obviously, as the weekend goes, the Bears and the Seahawks uh, Sunday four oh five Eastern creates a little bit of a conversation around Chicago, Seattle, and what might have been because the Bears are sitting now with Justin Fields as their quarterback, and there was a lot of speculation last year that they were going to try to acquire Russell Wilson. Now I was a big and am a big believer in Justin Fields. I thought he was the second-best quarterback in this year's draft. I think they got a steal by getting him where they got him. But this season hasn't necessarily gone the way that anybody would think. So, Han, like, are the Bears in a better position with Justin Fields now than they would have been if they traded for Russell Wilson, given the injury to Russell's finger, given the way Justin's – I'm just trying to make it, make it feel better for Chicago fans here. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not better because <laughs> I, I think making that, making that move – and we were just talking about moving Aaron Rodgers and if you're a team that you want to be aggressive and bring in a, a player of that stature and how they lift – the entire franchise. Mike just told us about him getting Brett Favre and what that did, uh, you know, for the Jets as an organization. How that lifted that whole franchise up to start believing what they could compete for. And so, when you have a young quarterback, <coughs> the idea, of course, is all right. Now it's going to take a village to raise the child and get him to that level that we need him to get to, and that includes a head coach. So, no, I, I think Russell Wilson would have made life easier for Matt Nagy. It would have made life easier for Ryan Pace. And you'd never second guess bringing in a quarterback like that. And the finger injury might not happen. You don't know if it's going to happen. Um, the fallacy of the predetermined uh, outcome, it doesn't mean he's going to get hurt. It, it might mean you're more competitive. Their defense has shown you that they are a very competitive defense. What you needed is competent quarterback play. He's, he's, he's gotten, Fields has gotten better. But remember, they weren't even sure they wanted to start him early in the season. And we had Andy Dalton instead and had that look for most of the beginning of this season. So who knows where they'd be right now if they had him, but you'd have to argue that in the short term they'd be in a better place. Now let's revisit this conversation five years from now and see where Justin Fields is. That's also the hard part of this, and, and Mike, you can speak to this. Like So often we hear these conversations about quarterbacks without acknowledging that like everything about it is what's around them and, and right. the scenario around them. Like we, the, the number of times we look at it and say, for example, with the Bears, they should have taken Deshaun Watson at the time, no, no, not for anything off the field now, but you also have to look at it and say, okay, well, that presumes that Deshaun Watson would develop into the same player in Chicago that he's developed elsewhere. Like That part of the conversation to me is like, I, it's just hard for me to look at these A-B comparisons, Mike, when you're talking about quarterbacks in totally different situations in totally different parts of the world. Yeah, no, that's right. And I think the best compliment we could give to Mac Jones is we don't even refer to him using the prepositional phrase, he's a rookie. And that's because, to your point, you know, he's surrounded in a really good program, in a really good situation. But I just want to go back to you know, the previous discussion here, which is if you have Russell Wilson in Chicago, it's not an or. You should be approaching 
the bear quarterback situation as a bunch of ands. And what I mean by that, if you go back to the early 90s with Brett Favre, they kept bringing in one quarterback after the next. Rob Johnson, Mark Brunel, Matt Hasselbeck, Aaron Brooks, on and on and on. And oh, by the way, they drafted some guy in the first round named Aaron Rodgers, and the rest is history. So my point is, you bring in someone like Russell Wilson, and he stabilizes your franchise. I can't emphasize that enough. If you're Matt Nagy, Ryan Pace, the general manager, if you have Russell Wilson, your franchise is stabilized much the way that Brett Favre did with Green Bay. Doesn't mean you're going to win the championship every year, but it stabilizes your franchise. Then, now you're operating from a position of strength. It's probably not Justin Fields this year. That ship sails. But, move forward. Maybe it's a guy like Malik Willis next year from Liberty. Kenny Pickett from Pittsburgh. You don't know where, but you now you could add a quarterback when it, it's opportunistic. And that's why, to me, when you're fortunate enough to get a Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Drew Brees, any of those sort of higher echelon quarterbacks, it stabilizes your franchise and it buys you time. All right. Well, we'll keep breaking down the quarterbacks. As uh, Don't forget, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. That's how you can join us on the Dr. Pepper call-in line to tell us what your team's quarterback looks like he would do if he wasn't a quarterback. No, don't worry. We'll keep explaining throughout the course of the morning, give you some examples. But coming up, we can't burn candles, but... We can burn jerseys, apparently, and we'll tell you how after Han tells you about the NBA on Christmas Day. Yes, the annual NBA on Christmas Day tradition continues. COVID or no COVID, five of the best gifts anyone can ask for. Star-studded schedule starts at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on ESPN. you got the Hawks taking on the New York Knicks at Madison Square Garden. Bing and then over bye. on ABC, the Celtics square off against the Bucks, followed by the Suns. Hosting the Warriors. Then on ABC and ESPN, you got the Nets and the Lakers with the day capped off with the Mavs clashing with the Jazz at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, 7.30 Pacific on ESPN. Oh, what a Christmas Day NBA lineup it will be. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Hurts again, is rolling, he's looking, he is firing, it is good. 
think it was very fun being back on the field. Being back on the field, getting a win in which we needed. You know, first division win. I know we're back at 500. 500 for the first time this year. I know that the job isn't done. The job isn't done. It's a really big game for Jalen Hurts. This was essentially a playoff game. The fact that he did that when Gardner Minshew, the Philly fans were just waiting. If there was even the slightest bit of failure. Well Sports done. Sports Radio 94 WIP on the call. <laughs> well done by the guys with the candles. Yes. It's Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, your smart speakers, ESPN, basically everywhere. He's Alan Hunt. I'm Jason Fitz. We're hanging out with Mike Tannenbaum this morning on Festivus, getting you ready for Christmas, having a little bit of fun. And in the spirit of Christmas, I thought, guys, we could do something to maybe help everybody figure out what to put under the Christmas tree, right? Like sometimes Santa's going out and he's, he's you know, going to the Jersey shop last second and he's uh, deciding Ugh. if he's going to put one in, in the bag to put under the tree, right? So uh, this raises a, a difficult question for many fan bases because we're trying to figure out if you should buy or burn the Jersey of the starting quarterback. Like, are you Can I share a story? Yeah, Can please. I share a story on this? Yeah. Yes. So um, this is 1980. I'm, I'm, eight years old and my first jersey ever in my life that I got it was on Christmas day in 1980 and it was a number 14 green jets Richard Todd then the mud bowl happened I mean my life started like so I just got this jersey I became a Jets fan (laughs) and then the mud bowl happens and and I'm like this can't happen like all the time right like that must have been just a really bad game and and no no that's been my existence forever a jersey I should have burned that day but instead, I wore proudly the sack exchange. I just loved everything about that team. And then, of course, the mud bowl happened. And I learned early in life that misery followed with that jersey. That's, I, I, it's fair to blame the jersey. I blame my dad for the Raiders thing. Like, he could have been a Patriots fan or a Packers fan. It would have been much easier in my life. Like, I could have been raised into that level of, well, I'll never know that, that joy, Han. I, I get it. So we're, we're trying <laughs> but to. I could, wait, 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 wait. But I got to double down because I should have learned my lesson, right? Let's fast forward now to Christmas 2018. I buy my daughter, my youngest one, who loved watching football with me, a number 14 Jets jersey. Sam Darnold. Yeah. You would think I would have learned, but I didn't. Now I have to get her a new one. Not sure which one I'm going to get her. That is... Uh, yeah, Jets fans just send all of it to, to Han. It's all his fault. Uh, so we'll go through a series of quarterbacks. P- Producer Pat extraordinaire, Pat Costello, going to join us in here. Pat, you're going to run through the quarterbacks, and then we'll get it figured out from there, right? Yep, correct. So buy or burn these jerseys who you should buy or might have to burn if they're uh, your starting quarterback. What's our so- time frame here on this? Are we talking like in the next for the next year or the next three or five years? Like, Do we have a time frame, Han? Uh, anyone you, you're sort of invested in long-term, I guess. Yeah, okay, I, I would term. say okay. this Christmas. So okay. it would be somebody that, yeah, this is it's like an investment. I think jersey okay. buying is like an investment. Is this okay. stock going to pay off or not? Okay. Yeah, and you know what, Han? You brought up New, uh, New York, so we'll start with Zach Wilson. Are you buying or burning that jersey? Yeah, I'm light it up. I'm not. There's no chance I'm buying that jersey right now. So if I have a choice, <laughs> I, I'm not. Not right now. Yeah, I'm not buying that. I'm, I'm, I'm burning that jersey, too. Tannenbaum, what about you? Yeah, I'm with you guys. This, this one's going to be sponsored by Yankee Candle, right? We're going to be burning this one. Just way too inconsistent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd rather wear it all burnt four years from now and say I was wrong than, than buy it right now. 
He's that balsam candle that Mike's got. Uh, Jalen Hurts, are you buying or burning? Tread lightly. I'm buying that for you, Pat, under your tree. I'm buying it so you wear it. Wow. Is, is that a positive thing? Look, I'm buying Jalen Hurts' jersey because here's my theory on it. I don't think that there's a quarterback in this year's draft that is worth investing all of that capital in for Philly. So now you're talking about a team that has three first-round draft picks. They can go out in a draft that's full of linemen that can help on the offense and defensive side of the ball. They can go out there and get beefy. They're going to get better as a team while Hurts gets better as a quarterback. I, I actually think Hurts is in a pretty good situation because of the competition that's out there. Mike, what do you got on this one? Well, I'm buying it, but you know how like some places have like layaway or like a, a very robust return policy? I like Jalen Hurts. He's gotten a lot better, so I'm buying it. But I just want to know that like maybe I could, you know, three, four months from now, he's only 34% completion percentage when the ball travels 20 yards or more down the field. His downfield accuracy must get better, but for now... We, we, we can buy it. I just want to know that there's a robust return policy. You, you gotta, you're going to put the gift receipt in the box, right? That's how you're going to do it. Gift receipt in the box, just in case. Thank you for being nice to my quarterback. Uh, Fitz, we'll start with you on this one. Derek yep. Carr, buy or burn his so, jersey. This is, this is, given the conversations we're going to have, we've had this morning, I think of all of the Raiders' problems, Derek Carr is the least of them. I would buy this jersey, and if I had my way, I would have if I was if I was running the Las Vegas right now, Raiders right now, I would do a reasonable contract extension with Derek Carr, get it set, and get the rest of this roster figured out. I don't think Carr's the problem. I'm buying it. Did you miss the last hour in the conversation we had about how much better things will be? I think this is not a jersey you buy right now. You if you didn't buy it already, then you're not buying it now. You're burning it, and it's not have anything to do with him. It has to do with the possibility going forward. Maybe next Christmas I'll buy it. But I can't buy it right now with options like Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers available and me having a very valuable trade piece in him to get those guys. Yeah, but Han, you talked about like your misery as a Jets fan. Like I have already fully accepted Aaron Rodgers is going to end up the quarterback of the Denver Broncos. Russell Wilson's going to decide he wants to go somewhere else. And then my choice is do I want Derek Carr or do I want the Raiders in the middle of the first round of the draft to reach on a Sam Howell out of North Carolina? The answer there is I do not, good sir. So I'm buying out of fear. I am risk averse, Mike. Tell me I'm wrong. Uh, you know, this is a little bit like an NFT, right? Like in a year from now, it could be worth a whole bunch <laughs> or it may not be worth anything at all. So, you know, yeah, this is uh, this, this one could be uh, sponsored by like crypto. Doc- yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I'm, a, like I'm with Alan on this. Like I'm trying to win a championship and, and we can't win a championship with Derek Carr because of the greatness in that division. So he and this is candidly, guys, the hard decisions you have to make sometimes, which is. Everything you're saying, I agree with Jason. He's a stabilizer. You know, he's a great play, uh, great person. He's a great teammate. He's a good player. But if our standards are to chase greatness, like Alan was saying, you know, we're, we're, th- this could be one of those NFTs that we just have to move on from. I'm chasing single-digit losses. Pat, what do you got? Like, I just want a team where I don't lose 13 games every year. I, I'm going to go drink eggnog. Pat, take Fitz, over. Fitz is on the tre- – he's on the treadmill, Mike. He's on the treadmill. He's <laughs> never getting off. Uh-huh. <laughs> Carson Wentz, Han, start with you on this one. Buy or burn his jersey this year? I'm buying it. 
and I, I'm buying it because they have the best setup for him, which is a running game that's dominant, an offensive line that's dominant, and therefore you buy the jersey because you know there'll be some staying power there. I don't think he's going anywhere. He's got a coach that believes in him, and he doesn't have to throw you into wins. He just has to manage you to wins. I, I think that's a long-term solution there. Mm, I'm I'm buying it because I think there's too much pride involved in an acquisition like Carson Wentz, and they're going to run it into the ground. But I don't think he's going to be very good for very long. So, like, I'm buying it because I think the realist in me thinks he's going to be there, but not because I think he's going to be a great quarterback. Yeah, Alan, you just totally contradicted yourself. You just said like, "Hey, we have like a Lamborghini, and we're going to let like a 16 year old drive it." Like. We're, we're, we're burning this jury. If we have such a great foundation, let's go get something better. Like, why would we take this great car and not go get, you know, the Mario Andretti's of the world? Like, let's go get a great quarterback with this great setup. Why are we getting, you know, this elaborate, beautiful car and have, like, some average person driving it? Well, well wait, are we playing this game like if I'm buying this for, like, if I'm a Colts fan, am I buying this jersey, right? Isn't it more like that? Because I'm not randomly buying a Carson Wentz jersey because I think Carson Wentz is great. I'm buying it for someone who loves the Colts. And I don't want to do what I did when my parents did to me and gave me a Richard Todd jersey. How'd that work out? He threw it to the other team in the AFC Championship game twice. Uh, Han is, I still have scars. Yeah. yeah. All right. What's okay? what's an AFC right championship there? game? I hear those are fun. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, Justin Fields. Fine or, uh, I, I, or I, I lost three. Jason, I lost three of those. Yeah. <laughs> well played. Is, is that well a humble played. brag in some way? <laughs> uh, Justin Fields. Uh, Mike T, let's start with you. Justin Fields, you buying or burning that jersey? Oh, I'm buying it. And here's why. The great axiom of the tape sets the floor and the character sets the ceiling. You know, he came in as a good player. He loves football. He works really hard. You know, we're seeing flashes of greatness. It hasn't been consistent. No rookies are. Um, if I'm a Bear fan for all the things that haven't worked out, there is legitimate hope and optimism. And it hasn't been perfect, but I just know how hard he works at it, and I'm buying it. Yeah, I'm buying that one too. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I thought he was the second-best quarterback coming out. I think there's a lot of opportunity for Fields there. They just need to get a great coach with him. Yeah, it's that easy. Just get a great coach. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, remember a few months ago when your team was supposed to be the one that hired the smartest, best coach in the entire offseason, and now we've, we've quit on that too? Jer- We're Jer- a dark Jer- group today. Out. Jerry is still out. Yeah, you're very, very sour today. Russell yeah, coach, Wilson, that... guys. Oh, sorry, Russell, Han. Did you actually Russell... have something important? No, no, I didn't have anything more not. to add there. Russell Wilson, uh, Han, we'll start with you. Buy or burn? Yeah. yeah, Russell Wilson, Seahawks jersey. Yeah, I'm burning that. I'm burning it just like he's burning the bridge. I mean, how many times is he going to hint that he'd rather be somewhere else? Is it going to take Pete Carroll to finally say, look, I'm done. I'm moving on. And then Russ can finally, okay, now I have a reason to leave. You know, he made them get the, give him the money. He got the money. Hey, Seattle, early in the morning. And then even last offseason, I want more control. I want more say. I want more power. Okay, fine. We'll give you that just to keep you happy. Eventually, he's miserable enough to say, all right, I've done everything I can. i got to get out of this relationship. This might be the time. So to buy a Seahawks version of a Russell Wilson jersey doesn't make sense. Burn it. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I'm burning it. Also, I, I don't think it's a, an unrealistic scenario to say Russ leaves – then what happens if a coach decides to leave right after that? I mean, we could be in full rebuild mode in Seattle, yep. and it's been a long time, Mike, since we've said rebuild and Seahawks together. 
Yeah, and I'm buying it because maybe Pete Carroll retires. But if I'm Seattle, Russell Wilson, you're retiring here. Like, you're a foundational piece. We haven't done a good enough job. We really made a mistake in the Jamal Adams trade. We wish we had those two ones. But it's a lot easier to find a lot of these other pieces. And again, you know, Pete Carroll has had a great run. He's in his 70s now. I would let him gracefully move on in the sun, you know, and just have a, a very elegant ending into the sunset. But I would not do anything that would jeopardize losing Russell Wilson. He's just been too good for too long, so I'm buying it. All right, last one here, fellas. Baker Mayfield, buy or burn, Han, start with you. Ooh. No, you're burning that. Yeah, that that's Baker Mayfield jerseys like me getting Richard Todd, like me giving Sam Darnold to my to my six year old. Like like that's just the the long term solution, it is not. So that's not the jersey to buy. I don't think it's the jersey to buy either. I'm gonna burn it. I I think Mike Tannenbaum has been right on this so many times that it would take a reasonable contract, but that would mean both sides would agree to a reasonable contract. Like, this just feels like a test the market situation is going to happen, so I'm, I'm burning it. Yeah, same here. And again, guys, it's just physics. He, he came out, he ran 4.85. He's not faster than NFL defense alignment. There's a reason he's been banged up. He's a tough, competitive guy, but he's going to get hit a lot because he's not athletically gifted enough to – Avoid getting hit, so he's short, he's slow, and uh, we're burning it, and we're going to find the next one. All right, well, that's the end of our buy or burn for now, Uh, but we want you guys to start weighing in. So that's our thoughts, but you guys get to give us yours now. Are you buying or burning your quarterback jersey? Plus, what does your quarterback look like they would do if they weren't a quarterback? We'll get into that. It's Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio. ESPN2, Sirius XM Channel 80, and your smart speakers. Almost Christmas. Oh, man, I just can't I just can't stop stop the moves. Hans wearing a Christmas sweater for those of you guys not watching on TV. I've got Santa Claus behind me. No Christmas tie from Mike. A little disappointed. I thought Mike Tannenbaum might get us a Christmas tie, but no, not there. Uh, Mike Tannenbaum, Alan Hahn, Jason Fitz, we're in for the guys. This is your chance to join us on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. 888-SAY-ESPN. 888-729-3776. What are you laughing at, Han? Mike has the candle on. Mike has the candle on. He, he doesn't. He might not have the tie, but at least he's got the balsam. Is that like balsam and cedar? Is that what that says on the candle? But, yes, it gives us that sense of the Christmas tree. Yeah, balsam and cedar. See, I know my Yankee candles. No, okay, there see, it is. Y'all, like, this, is, this is the moment that you all need to change your lives. Like, the Yankee Candle thing is, is – it's fine. It's fine. No offense, especially if Yankee Candle spend, spends money with any of our great stations. Yeah, but, yeah, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm just a Bath & Body Works guy. Like, just try it out, Bath & Body Works, you know, and then once Listen. you've made the change – You'll be you'll be thanking you, you, me. You know, like 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 as if you're talking to an amateur here, Fitz. I mean, come on, man. I mean, I mean we go. I'm the same guy that goes. We go to the mall. My <laughs> wife and I walk in. Do you guys need help? No, no. We know exactly what we're getting. We got the the, the sleep spray. We got a little bit of the lotion. Some of the you know the, the the a lot of the aromatherapy stuff that you need. Yeah, yeah. No, no. We we could pretty much be sales. We, we could do sales in that store. Like we That's know it. all the difference. But we spend the whole day just you know taste testing, as they say. <laughs> This is oh, what man. happens. This is this is this is what giving up on life looks like. We used to hang out in bars and have a good time, and now we're at you know Bath and Body Works. Same level of excitement, candles. though. That's the curious thing for me. I wake up and I'm like, oh my god, it's half off three wick candle sale day, Come on, and I'm suddenly relief. as pumped as a Friday night. You know, used to be in my twenties. 
That's a sad statement. It is to so me. sad. Oh. This is this is what life looks like when it's over. When it's you <laughs> completely quit and you're just done. Like it's it. Bing bong. <laughs> I mean, I don't even have anything to say to that. Let's get to the Dr. Pepper call in line as you guys can chime in. Uh, as we've asked you a couple of things, uh, buy or burn on your favorite quarterback's jersey, and also, importantly, what your quarterback would look like if they weren't a quarterback. Now, why are we asking that? Well, because Kimberly A. Martin, ESPN NFL reporter, was on this show yesterday and was having a conversation with Harry Douglas about quarterbacks and what they look like they might do and had a particular analogy for one Gardner Minshew. If we talk about weird looking quarterbacks, Gardner Minshew. <laughs> he looks like he'd come and like unclog Gardner, your toilet, Gardner right? Minshew. Like he looks, right? Uh, so we got plumber vibes going from Gardner Minshew. Now you guys Strong. can give us your your vibes. Brian in North Carolina, what do you got? Who's your quarterback and what would they do if they weren't a quarterback? Man, y'all said something about Daniel Jones. I don't remember who what it was, but he went to Duke. He should be like a surgeon or something. Oh, and then yeah, Baker I mean, Mayfield, man, he looks like the ball boy on the sidelines keeping the footballs clean and dry. Oh, that's good. That's good. And, and Brian, man, I, I, we appreciate the call. Thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, I, I'll say this. Like, we weren't taking their backgrounds into account. I'm just saying what they look like. Daniel Jones, very, very smart individual. I don't think anybody takes the, anything away from that. He just looks to me like the insurance adjuster that has the files in the backseat of his car, and he just kind of, like, fumbles through them and pulls them out and, and then takes a few pictures. Like, not a real talkative guy up on your roof, and you're like, is he on the roof? Is he off the roof? I don't know anymore. Like, that's, that's my, my own personal image on it. Uh, Jeff in Pennsylvania, who's your quarterback, and what do they look like they do? Good morning, guys. First of all, the graphite men's cologne at Bath and Body Walks works is the absolute bomb. I'm wearing it right now on my way to work. So, yes, I am right there with you guys. But my quarterback is Ryan Fitzpatrick, that he could actually be the stand-in for Dan Haggerty and the 70s show Grizzly Adams. Oh, wow. That's a great reference. <laughs> he definitely has the beard. There's no doubt about that. He has that kind of grizzly look to him. I think he likes to own that look. That's pretty good. Yeah, we always I, go I, see. This is what we're doing, though. We keep trending towards hey. TV, movie, you know, actor type, type stuff right now. No, no, no. See, Fitzpatrick isn't big enough, like wide it's, enough to be Grizzly Adams. Like, I, I think he looks more like Mike. To me, he looks like the guy that owns an Airbnb that's in a really wintry area, and he chops the firewood outside. So he lives like in a side of the house, and he's like making sure he's out there chopping the firewood with all the stuff on because he's got the beard and that look. But he's he a carpenter. Right. He, he's a carpenter in Alaska who comes to work on your house in the summer because it's yeah. the only time you can work on the house. I, and I feel like we're going to transition from uh, Bath and Body Works to like you know some beard butter you know sponsor here. Now that we've oh. gone to Grizzly Adams and Ryan Fitzpatrick, so <laughs> Ryan Fitzpatrick has a winning beard. I'll tell you that that is a champion beard. Oh, no that's, doubt that's about funny. that. Uh, Jerry on Twitter hit us up and said uh, that uh, the obvious one, Aaron Rodgers, game show host. So I, I, I think that uh, that I don't that know. Seems what, 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 game show hosts don't have man buns though. Like well, he's, I mean, he's got the longer hair, the man bun thing. Now he's going, you know, he did shave though recently, but he had the beard going for a while. Like he just, that, that, that coffee, that coffee house, like village coffee house barista who has a trust fund, but he wants nobody to know about it. That's literally <laughs> what he is. I'm, yes. I won't, I won't but, restate but, but, my analogy. You know, to take that a step further. But and to take that a step further, you, you know, you call me out my humble brag. Like, look, Aaron Rodgers is a great player, but like, 
do we need like the day by day, blow by blow of like how the toe's doing? Like we get it, like you got a bad toe, we understand, but like do we need like the minute by minute update of like you know, I feel like it's like the toe ticker. Like every time he gets up there, like it's a little bit better, it's a little worse. We're gonna look at it on Monday. Like, okay, Aaron, like we get it. Rogers is that guy that that when when he has like a little something like he has a cold or something, he lets you know each day how much better he's feeling or how much and he gives you every symptom. He tells you about his day, what he's taking. Like he'll tell you all that stuff. Like that's he's that guy. Yeah, we all have I'm, that one friend that does that. Like, hey, how you feeling? And you know, like, hey, how you doing? It's just supposed to be. I'm good. But he's the one guy that'll be like, well, you know, my toe, man, it's just bothering. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, so it, you know, it's doing this right now. Here, take a look. I mean, I really don't want to. All right, Aaron, can we just move on? Listen, I'm a toe expert. Uh, see, yeah, my, the, the group of people I never want to hear toe Rex. from has grown by one this season. Uh, Rich Imbrogno on Twitter uh, tweeted us a, a very well-done Photoshop of a lifeguard with Justin Herbert's head oh, yeah. on it. Sunshine. I mean, Justin Herbert is a lifeguard. Makes a lot of sense. I, I, yes. I'm in on that one. Yeah, I like that. Sunshine, for sure. All right, let's Tony in Ohio. Tony, who's your quarterback, and what does it look like they would do for a living? I got Justin Fields. He looks like he'd be an awesome center fielder. I also think uh, David Carr, he would be an awesome use pastor right there. <laughs> That's what I got. Yeah, I mean, the the, the, the pastor uh, angle definitely uh, works, yeah, for sure. I don't know what to say to that one. We, 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 did, we did Derek Carr before. I, I really I stand by that he, during the day, during the week, IT, working in an office – You'd never think anything of it. Then you're at a bar on a Saturday night, and he's the lead singer of a cover band for Green Day. It's, like that, you know. That's he's he does something like or just some <laughs> punk band. He does punk punk cover songs, and you're like, that's Derek from IT. Uh, like that's what that's he is. Oddly specific, but wildly perfect. By Listen, you. I was you a writer. We were very specific. <laughs> you guys can keep him coming. Triple eight, say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Mike Tannenbaum, as always, we appreciate your time. We appreciate your insight. We appreciate all the candle love. I hope it helps me get free candles <laughs> from Bath and Body Works. That's all I'm really looking for here, Mike. But most importantly, thank you for making sure that your area smells good and that our show smelled good. Have a merry Christmas, my friend. Thanks, Mike. You, you, you know, guys, I appreciate that. I, I got to call an audible. I was supposed to go to get up, but after this, I'm obviously going to the mall right now, and I'm going to load up. Maybe it'll be Bath and Body Works and Yankee Candle, but obviously after this conversation, that's what I need to go do. Go get you the winter candle from Bath and Body Works, then text me afterwards. Tell me thank you. All right, yeah, Mike, we appreciate therapy. you, my friend. Coming up, one NFL quarterback thinks he's found the reason his team has avoided COVID this season. We'll tell you how they've managed to escape it. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. 
Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, Sirius XM Channel 80, the ESPN app, your smart speakers. Just say, hey, play ESPN. It's that simple. He's Alan Hahn. I'm Jason Fitz. We're in for the guys. And uh, I can't hear this song and not want to dance. That's that's just where we're going, Hahn. Like, every, every, every Christmas song makes me want to dance at this point. And Mike Oleg Jr. had the audacity yesterday to actually ask me. Didn't, didn't prep me for this. Brings me on the show and then says, hey, by the way, can we agree that current Christmas music that's coming out is better than old Christmas music that came oh out? Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. He, he said, I, I was like, what are you talking about? Like covers, these are all almost all covers. And he's basically Pretty talking much. about Kelly Clarkson and Sia. And, and so then I was like, I've, I don't know, have you ever heard of Oh Holy Night? And then he tried to tell me, get this, this is a quote, Oh Holy Night doesn't slap. Well, yeah, it's not supposed to slap. Yeah, well, I mean, there are, I mean, the whole idea, there is some reverence to the holiday as well, where you want, you know, the silent night, the old, whole, I mean, come on. Yeah. Oh, holy night. Nat King Cole. Could you, I mean, you know, there, there's certain, there's certain performances that you're like, yeah, no, no, that's, this shouldn't be covered, right? Like leave that one alone. There's a lot of them that I you mean, could say, but I mean, to say it doesn't slap means you just don't get it. And and I know Golik, he's very thin-skinned. He reacts to every little criticism that somebody makes of his, so I know he's going to now be on attack. All right? I mean, I'm wearing slippers, by the way, Ugg slippers that Chris Canny bought me for Christmas one year. So I feel like like I can, I can talk about that show because I have a personal relationship with one of the hosts. But when when Golik says that about Christmas music, which is near and dear to me, like I I I gotta call him on it. Like that yeah. just means you don't have an ear for. It. Now, Fitz, you have you you are the musician. You have an ear for music. You understand music. Like I look forward to one day talking with you just about music because I love music. You see behind me, or you can't. I have like CDs from you know forever of all types of music. I'm a music fan. So when I hear somebody criticize a genre of music or a type of music because they don't get it, it bothers me. You just don't have an ear for it. That's all. It's okay. Listen yeah. to the experts. Anyone that's ever heard Mike sings knows he doesn't really have an ear for much. Oh, I'm just throwing shade. I'm just throwing shade. And Keyshawn J. Will and Max, presented by Progressive Insurance. All of our guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. And, uh, you know, speaking of throwing a little shade, Cincinnati, by the way, is a city I love. I actually really enjoy Cincinnati, not just because of my passion for Grater's Ice Cream or King's Island, which, by the way, is a fantastic theme park. No, uh, there is a I've had a lot of fun times Cincinnati. Great amphitheater, great place to play. Right. Well, I've had a lot of fun times in Cincinnati. Apparently, Joe Burrow doesn't believe that that actually exists because he was asked how the Bengals have managed to avoid covid. And his response was this. You know, we're doing a great job with our COVID protocols. Fortunately, there's not a ton to do in Cincinnati, so it's not, you know, nobody's going out to clubs and bars and getting COVID every weekend. Um, but we, we're, we've been healthy. I mean, there's not, there's, you can find trouble anywhere, right? No. Tell me I'm wrong. Trouble can find you. <laughs> and especially when you, when you put that out there, that, that, that's almost, the, you're almost begging for, like, like that's the ultimate, um, Sixth inning, no hitter, right? That's that's the ultimate third period. And you look – I've done this – where you look up, how many shutouts does this goalie have? Uh, and then there goes the goal. Like, that, <laughs> like there are things you just don't say. You don't speak things into existence like this. Let it be unsaid. 
that you guys have so far, what is it? I believe one case, right? That's it. They have not been ravaged like some other teams have been. You are being, you are fortunate right now. Why would you tempt fate? Why even put it out there? You know, trouble can find you, especially when you say something like this and you get some people that are like, oh, oh, it's no fun here. Let's bring fun to you then, Joe. Let's bring I mean, it to you. I can't so. imagine his DMs. Like, his DMs had to get blown up, right? Like, that with, hey, this club's going to be open here, here. Here's where this scene is. Like, and why I would mean, you, like, 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 think about it this way, too, Fitz. Like, why would you, like, that's like walking around, it's like two years into this pandemic and saying, like, man, I never got it. I never, like, <laughs> walking around the streets, like, I, I've never got it. I don't know what everybody else is doing. I never got it. And then there's always that one dude that just walks by you going, <coughs> now you got it, <laughs> right? There's always the one guy that wants to do that. So you saying that is just tempting fate. And God help him if at some point over the weekend or even next week, all of a sudden we start getting the, the, the shefty bombs of, you know, Jamar Chase is now in COVID protocols, and yeah, you know, and it on and on. Joe Mix now in COVID protocols, and now the yeah. head coach is now in COVID. like just waiting for that to come because it just takes that one to get into the room, and as we know, it spreads pretty quickly. So, yeah, that's yeah. one of those. The minute he said it, there's a PR guy off to the side going, "Oh my God, why would you do that?" That's a that it, it's it's going to be interesting to see. I still make the argument there are more boring NFL cities in Cincinnati. Uh, oh, you want to do that? Obviously. I mean, yeah, you could, we could we could do that too. I mean, I know you've traveled the, the world and the country. I, I've traveled the country as a beat writer for you know well over a decade for two different sports. So you know, I mean, like I said, trouble can find you even in all the nap towns. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I mean, if trouble can find you in Utah, can find you anywhere. That's all I'm saying. Like, like at least if we were in the NBA talking about the Jazz, like near beer would make it a little bit more difficult to to no, find no, the, the no, same. No, no. no, there's two okay. things to do in Salt Lake City. One of them skiing. It's it's Sacramento that I would probably say. <laughs> <laughs> it's Sacramento. I think I would say you could probably call that one. You'll get a good night's sleep in Sacramento, and I love Sacramento, but this you is- get a good night's sleep. This is, by the way, again, I should remind everybody, I absolutely love Cincinnati. Like, I, I, I don't understand the Cincinnati hate here. Uh, it's, it, yeah, I, I got nothing. I keep thinking Buffalo is, is a much, much tamer city than Cincinnati. Uh, you know, yes, Buffalo has Anchor Bar, and they, so they got wings and beer, but they have that in Connecticut, too. Last time I checked, nobody's like, oh, Bristol, Connecticut, the heartbeat of America. You can party so hard there. Beer and wings, that's what they have. Well, we'll have to go out in Bristol, then. All right, we'll keep it going on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.